Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We're so excited to have you today. Today, we are going to talk about all things abortion, abortion rights, women's rights, reproductive. What's wrong? I think that might be controversial. Oh, I thought something was going on with your side of the computer. I'm like, wait, what? what?" (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm I'm acting the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I think most people that probably would listen to us I think they'll probably agree with us, right? That a woman... Reproductive rights. Yes. That women have the right to choose and have, what is it called? The word they always say, agency over their own bodies. Yes, actually. But we are so fired up. I saw this thing on Facebook that listed all these different things and they were like, a corpse has more rights than a woman because you can't, no one can take your organs unless you sign something before you died. But like women can be forced to have babies, like they're by law because it's like, oh my oh, god, past your that- six weeks, you you gotta have it now. And I'm reading now that uh, the South, I think it was Louisiana or Alabama or Mississippi, I can't remember. They're all honestly, all these states run by these Republican white governors and uh, right wing uh, people. They have shame on them. Because mm-hmm. they have some of the worst poverty, education rate, infant mortality rates, women's uh, health uh, issues. And what do they do? They want to double down. I know. It's just like, shame on you. Because so like, shame this, on you. This thing that like what's what what's making everyone talk about this now is like, I guess that there was a leaked document from the Supreme Court. It was yes. the first time in the history that anything has been leaked from the Supreme Court. Yeah. But about overturning Roe Before the decision was brought down, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, and they're like, it would be left to the states. These states are too stupid to be left to their own devices. That's my and thought. And who, who did it? The Trump justices. These yeah. handmaiden fanatics, handmade fanatics who... Um, want to force their religion down everybody's throat. Don't tell me it's about states' rights. Bull freaking shit. No, it's okay? never It about is not states about rights. states' rights. It's about controlling women. And, um, you know, I, I I need to vet my sources, but I was uh, on Twitter and I saw that, Amy, there was this document. And, I again, I'm just putting it out there, but I do need to vet it. But they were they were talking about how Amy Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court justice, you know, that they crammed the through one, at the yeah. end of uh, Trump's loser election when he <laughs> lost bigly. Yeah. Not because of fraud, because he's a loser who lost uh-huh. bigly. Uh-huh. Anyway, so when they crammed her into the Supreme Court, she has this document about the need for more uh, babies for white adoption. You know what I mean? What? So. Remember how I shared a statistic some time ago that the number one demographic of women who get abortions are actually white women. Oh. And so by controlling women's bodies and forcing them to give birth, a lot of those women, what will they end up doing if they can't care for the baby? Probably put them up for adoption, meaning putting more white babies out there. So it's all like a concerted effort, I believe, to try to maintain this white majority that, let's face it, guys, 
America is changing. You can try to have your temper tantrums and you can try to control the population, but will inevitably fail, in my opinion. I always thought because it was all about keeping people. down. I I didn't think about that because I always knew like, yeah, lower income, mostly people of color. They're going to be the ones that have a hard time affording and they're going to have to have the baby and that's going to keep them down. Like keep keep the masses down because they have to. Like, but they that's can't the stereotype care. they want to give you is that it's minority women, people of the global majority, people of color that can't close their legs, that are busy having uh, all this intercourse and not caring that they get pregnant and then they want to go abort their babies. Like it's, it's to vilify mm-hmm. non-white women. It's to make it seem like we, as non-white women, don't have our own morals and values and codes that we live by and that they are somehow the biggest group that goes and kills babies. It's just, it's just, see, the narrative is disgusting. Yeah, like I've never really gone to do the research, but it just seems so horrible. Like, because when I think about it, I'm like, nobody would want to get an abortion unless it's, I don't know. No one's getting abortions like candy. Usually something is horrible like that they or they're like, you know, an 11 year old girl that should not be having a baby at all. And so it's like a painful thing to go through, it seems like I've never had one. I have never had one. I've never experienced that. But it's I can't imagine it's easy. You know, it's it's not a decision people take lightly. And um, I know, but they make it seem like they do, like because oh, it's it's, uh. it's it's all it's all it's to brainwash, it's to 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 feed and sell a narrative so that they can cram their agenda down people's throats. And I think the thing that upsets me the most is that they keep trying to say wrap it up in Christian values. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first people who colonized America and stole it from the Native American Indians. We're Christians. We get it. But this was not founded as a Christian nation. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. There's a reason we have separation of church and state. Exactly. So you trying to cram your religious beliefs down my throat and telling me that's the reason I don't have the say as a woman about my own body and my own health and my own future. I, I, it just, it's, I can't, I can't imagine. I just, I have no words because I can't believe we're living in this time. You know? I know. Like, Maybe because I know a lot of hospitals have a religious, um, like not specification, like I don't know relationship. Because you'll be like it'll be like first Memorial Hospital, and it'll be oh maybe like if they're affiliated with a Catholic yeah first Presbyterian Hospital or something like that. And so maybe then don't go there for an abortion, but. There should be lots of neutral free clinics. But I don't think people clinics. go to hospitals for abortions. They go to clinics. Like, no, I, that, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, like, I'm trying Planned to think Parenthood, of, right? I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make an analogy, because there's those, like, states where they're like, it's up to you, the baker or whatever, to be like, who are you going to serve? Like, and because there's, oh, yeah, know, about like, there was that case. Yeah, uh, there was that case about stuff, a gay yeah. couple that brought, like, and it's, it's true, the business can deny anyone they want, even if it is horrible, like, that they're doing it on that basis. But you, I mean, all businesses have the right to refuse service, but like an abortion is different. An abortion is, is, it's just, it's not some, I just want people to understand that I don't think any woman wakes up and says, oh, I'm going to go have sex. If I get pregnant, I'll just abort. That's, that's not a thing. Okay. And even if it is, I can't imagine it's a big thing. Like what I mean is it's such a minority of a, 
a population that would do that. But it's not a thing. It's it's just not even something we need to entertain. It it's not a thing. Okay. I know. It's and not. um, for the crowd that says my body, my rights, anti-mask, anti-vax bullshit, <sighs> you really working hard to cram your views down my throat into restricting my freedom as a woman. That like, sounds like the hypocrisy. I mean, it sounds like the people that want to have a white history month and like a the white lives matter, the, those kind of people that when they try to take over something else that, that means something to some Listen, anti-vaxxers, anti-abortion, same energy. They might not be the same group of people because there might be anti-vaxxers who are uh, pro-choice, but it's the same energy. So if you're an anti-vaxxer, you need to reflect on that if you're pro-choice because it's the same damn energy, okay? You guys are putting out the same energy of how you want your choice, but then you want to restrict the choices of others. Like, a choice is a choice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I mean, they're really not contradictory in terms of the anti-vaxxers and pro-choice. But what I'm saying is a lot of the anti-vaxxers that are here today are Trump anti-vaxxers who just don't believe in the COVID vaccine because they think it's some conspiracy against Trump. Uh, You know what I mean? I'm not talking about the anti-vaxxers that existed long before before COVID who believed people like, what's her name? Autism. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That false uh, research. You know what I mean? But anyway, so, yeah. So let's talk about what we can do as women to have our voices heard. Jordan? I have never, ever gone to a protest, and I didn't have the time with my past job working on the weekends, but, like, I'm going to go to a protest on Saturday, a march. Yes. Being That's organized awesome. in, in downtown in the city of Los Angeles, and um, I'm actually going with my temple, which um, Good for I'm you excited. Guys. There's even like because this one lady that I know, she's like 95, and she'll be marching, and so it's a range of women, and I and so marching is something we can do. I I assume writing to your congressperson is something we can do. Although that's what I'm doing because I'm right now, like I'm not in a position to go marching. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. I'm writing letters. I am uh, trying to raise awareness through online groups and see if I can do some online volunteering just because I'm having some uh, issues uh, with my back and stuff right now. So mm-hmm. for me, I can't go protesting. But there's so many things we can do. Like Jordan, you can, you can go money. protest. Yeah, you can volunteer. Or, like you I, can, I learned yes, about. Donate. Yeah, like because in the in the email they sent out for organizing this march, like there was a bunch of links of places to donate, and I was like, wow, cool! Like here's an organization that helps women get across state if they have to, which some people do, and or like there might be only one. Apparently, there's like one clinic in all of Missouri that everybody in the state has to go to, and that means waiting lines of waiting or like if you're lucky you can go and you know there's exactly and like um donating like you said across for people who need to travel across state lines to help them with finding um funding like their hotel their stay their whatever you know um helping them because it's one thing to be able to make it to the clinic but if you need to stay there the night and you're already cash strapped and your money is going towards the procedure what are you going to do? And you're Sleep losing in your time car? off work and stuff. Exactly. You're missing time off work. And most of the women who have to cross state lines would probably have a hard time financially doing so. Yeah. So, like, there's so many things we can do. But I would like to caution 
when you do help, vet your sources. Look at who the organization is. There's so many fraudulent organizations out there who are pretending they, to be pro-choice or whatever, but what they really are are anti-abortion uh, programs that are trying to shove the whole narrative of family first mm. and adoption instead. And while I say consider all your options because it is your choice as a woman to decide what to do, if you're helping out, you want to volunteer, donate, just double check where you are getting your information from, where you're donating your money to, and the background of the organization you want to volunteer with. Yeah, I know. Like, I would be pro-life if we had all of these things in place, such as like free child care, free, like some better, I don't know, orphanages, if that's the case. And like all these other things provided to the woman to help them raise that child or I guess counseling services if they have to raise their rapist's child. And like there's just too many things that are lacking. And it's like, so, OK, I'm sorry, but this child is not wanted. And or perhaps it is wanted, but the woman is going to die if she carries it. And so abortion or the girl be... was raped and she's only 11, 12 years old. Yeah, and she can't even carry a child. So it's like <sighs> this needs to be legal. It needs to be a choice because otherwise you're going to hurt and kill, which some Republicans are OK with. They're like, just let them. Let's go. face it. Republicans are not pro-life. What they are is anti-freedom for and for women. everyone but themselves. That's yeah. what it is. This cho- this whole narrative of pro-choice, pro-life is false. It indicates that if you're pro-choice, you're anti-life. I am more pro-life than all the right-wing uh, people who who use their religion and wrap themselves around it to say they're pro-life. Because why? I'm pro-life for the mother. I'm yeah. pro-life for the family choosing to live the best quality life. I'm also pro-life for a child after they leave the womb to make sure that they get the child care, the... Um, the the resources that they need to yeah, become a, a thriving quality adult quality of life yeah pro lifers as they exist in the republican party don't give a damn about when the fetus is actually be- is born and out of the mother's womb i know they just care about oh you're murdering and like cuz apparently there was some lady in texas or alabama that had a miscarriage and they charged her with a uh, murder Oh, yeah. And I think the Alabama or Mississippi, whichever one, it will make even contraceptives illegal. So yeah, that even if that. you have, a, a, like you said, a miscarriage or you take birth control, dude, they want to punish these crimes more severely than they would the person who, for example, may have raped or sexually assaulted the woman. Like mm-hmm. that, they want to punish that more severely than the man who violates a woman. And then, oh, I just can't. I can't. It's I'm so disgusted. I know. I'm it's like, just, it it's just more and more like going towards the man's work because it makes me think of that stupid that swimmer. I forgot his name, but like the judge, his words were, or else the attorneys, whoever's words, it was like, you're gonna give him this many years of prison for only ten minutes of action. Oh, and that's so disgusting. It's like by are you talking about this, the Duke guy, that Duke from he, Duke University? Yes, anyway, he was a swimmer, but, yeah. but like, yeah, and like a white young 20s kid oh we can't ruin his life because he raped a girl i know and so it's like just the things they do like oh we're not gonna allow because some men don't like wearing condoms so if the if the lady gets pregnant oh well like at least the man had a good time yeah and you know what let's let's be real when we talk about sexual assault and rape it's not about sexual gratification 
It's not about fulfilling a fantasy. What it unless that fantasy is control. Rape is an angry is rape and sexual assault is something rooted in anger, the need to control. Mm-hmm. So uh, men who feel the need to do that lack control in their own lives, and so what they need to do is go try to control a woman. Um, I remember when I read that in when I was studying that in school in psychology, I was like, oh my gosh. It's it has nothing to do with actual sexual gratification and everything to do about control. Just like these laws, it's another way to rape women of their freedom. Yeah. Okay, I'm so fired up. I could I could just like keep <laughs> yeah. going, but so, don't. I know. Like I can't. We can't just. We have to like probably close the door on yeah. this topic at some I know. point. But <laughs> so yeah. What anyway. again? Focusing on what we can do. Exactly. Uh, like yeah. Again, giving money to good sources, writing, protesting. Like telling people maybe why like I don't know bringing awareness on social At, media or asking and if you don't, know you don't somebody. need to engage trolls you can just bring like actual facts you know no, for but people it, who I care guess about facts. if you can have a good conversation with someone who is pro life like ask them why and I don't know maybe somehow talk like we have to talk to people so that we get past this I agree yeah because we have to get past like yeah defining life based on one religion. And they're like, oh, it's got a heartbeat. That means it's alive. Well, I mean, a, a vegetative person has a heartbeat, but what kind of quality of life is that? And yet some of these people would be okay with pulling the plug on that person. Yeah. Um, I think you just said something important. Engagement is so important, but let's face it, it's not going to happen over like 280 no. characters on Twitter. No. So that's what I mean about the trolls thing. I mean, when people go on social media, it's to reinforce, for the most part, their own views or try to be surrounded by people who think similarly to them, right? When we're talking about when they engage in these kinds of things. So having a meaningful discourse, it can happen. I just don't see it. So, yes, like if there's someone you want to talk with about it, have meaningful dialogue. I think the key is to be calmer than I was talking about it because that yeah. doesn't help you know no, yeah I mean? the key yeah curiosity is yeah mm-hmm. is to be curious and just oh why why do you feel that way can I exactly. tell me more please I'm trying to understand and yeah calm and you can have your point of view but take a step back and listen even if you don't like what you hear no one's telling you you have to accept it but that's what holding space for others is right I think that when it comes to politics Unfortunately, people make a lot of decisions based on ignorance and misinformation and disinformation Mm -hmm. because they choose to look at only certain sources and then they take that as true. And whether that's willingly or um, ignorantly, it doesn't matter. It's happening, you know. And like I'm thinking like if you want to if you really want to call it murder, then then let's outlaw war. Why haven't we done that yet? Exactly. And like, I don't know. Yes, please, please go ahead and tell us about how you're so pro-life and that you care about the fetus being born but didn't give a damn about people dying from COVID because you wanted to believe right-wing <laughs> propaganda that it was a hoax. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just had to get that jab in there because that made me feel good to say out loud. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think, yes, good, timely topic. Yes. And try to... Stay positive by thinking about what you can do. And yeah, it's not going to change overnight, but at least you feel like you're leading towards something in history. Yeah. Use your voice. That's the important thing. And 
Um, like Jordan said, remember curiosity. It's okay to express outrage, but when you're talking to someone who doesn't agree with you, just remember this one last thing and then we'll end this episode. You can never exert your will on another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you can, and I sincerely believe that. And we're not talking about physical will, right? We're not talking about you can suppress a person physically, sure. That happens, but you can never exert your will on them. You can never force them to think, believe, or or, or say like things that you believe, you know? So instead of trying to be the loudest person in the room, take an active listening approach. Yeah, and maybe and just by talking voice. calmly your piece, it'll cause them to think later on and be like, huh, maybe they were right. And then they start yeah. to change on their own. I wish people on the other side of this uh, conversation would take that approach and stop trying to exert their will but but we can we can uh, make it happen so anyway guys thank you so much for listening to me rant thank you and to jordan speak thoughtfully on this (laughs) (laughs) and if you have any questions you want to have you have any feedback for us email us at bloomingvoicespodcast at gmail.com or bloomingvoices.com and twitter and instagram thank Mm -hmm. you so much and we will see you soon Yes. Bye, guys. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday. 